0: It is DJ Football. He is the NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah. I am Ryan Brown. We are presented each week by MyBookie.ag. Code next round. You sign up at MyBookie.ag to get that special sign-on bonus with your initial deposit. MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Don't forget code next round. DJ, what is up? How are you?
1: I'm doing great, man. I was looking at, uh, although I was looking at the baseball playoff schedule, I couldn't find where my Padres are playing. I don't know if you've seen that yet or maybe it's... they get a buy. Do they get a buy at the first round? Yeah, no? I, I think I think the next games
0: they will play are in the cactus league. Are they still <laughs> do they still do they still do spring in Arizona? Okay. Peoria. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Peoria, yeah. I think I think the next games they play will be uh will be in late February, early March, if you want to find them on your uh, on your schedule. There. <laughs> Other than that, I'm doing great, man. Other than yeah. that, I'm doing great. Good football right. weekend. It is. Uh, it is a good football week. Hey, you know, it's so odd uh, that doing your Chargers games, you got another one score game there that came down to the basically the final play. I mean, do you ever see that?
1: Yeah, you know, it's twenty four to seven, and I actually even and I even though I know I should never, I looked at yeah, Matt do and I said, "I said, Matt, is this we actually get a blowout? Like, is it, he just he's like, stop? No, no, no. Of course not. Last possession every week." Yeah, last position every week, but hey, an exciting play to
0: finish. I mean, third and 10, pinned down, and why not just throw it deep, right, and see what happens? They get the first down and
1: end the game. Yeah, I thought maybe I'll run the ball and just try and bleed no. some clock here not and give it jargon. back to the Ruckel and Aiden O'Connell. Nope, we're going to fire no. one to Josh Palmer 50 yards down the field. It was a <laughs> perfect throw, a heck of a catch. Um, but that was, uh, again, it's always, it's always like that. I don't know. I don't even know if fans know what it's like to leave early. You know, like mo- yeah. most NFL games, if you go to NFL games, you'll see it. it. gets a little lopsided. They will get out of there quick, even more so than a college game. But they, yeah. uh,
0: they stay to the end out there. They absolutely do. You have to. It was a very interesting week uh, in week number four across the NFL. It started on the Thursday night with Detroit and Green Bay. And you know you'd gotten kind of reeled in, baited in, thinking you know what Green Bay hasn't missed a whole lot without <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, and then they play the class of their division there, and you're like, okay, maybe Jordan Love isn't quite Aaron Rodgers.
1: It was the first time it looked a little fast for him. They looked yeah. like it sped up on him a little bit, and they got some pressure, and the offensive line did not play great. But they're playing so many young guys. Like there's, you play you you're a really really young team. It's going to be a roller coaster. And even though the Lions are young, I mean they have a ton of mm-hmm. first second year players playing pivotal roles for them quarterback's a veteran um so that that to me made made a big difference and that's also there's something to be said for having just gone in that building at the end of the year and had success that the kind of the, the aura the the lambo aura which can be an, an issue for some young opponents going in there they weren't really phased by that yeah um in in london
0: uh it was a great day for jacksonville bad day for atlanta our director of video here scott forrester uh, said i didn't watch it but somebody please tell me the Toy Story Desmond Ritter is better than the real Desmond Ritter. I, I don't know that either one of them are playing well right now.
1: Oh, just, I literally just made me spill my water on top of me. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, that's funny. I, I, I still don't understand it. I was doing pregame I, I show either, yeah. at an NFL Network, and uh, it was on one of the TVs. And I, I've just been living under a rock, apparently. I didn't even know this was taking place. Right. So I just thought it was kind of bizarre that there were some adults watching like a cartoon while yep. we had an NFL game going on. So I and then all of a sudden I found I was kind of hearing more about it. No, this is connected to the game. So I still don't know how it makes sense, but I guess it was a smashing success. I guess so. I don't really know. Uh the Ravens bounce
0: back 30, uh 28. I'm sorry, 28 to 3 division game against the Browns. And the way the Bingles will couple this with the Bengals discussion. Um, the way well the Bengals discussion is coming up. Let's hold off on that uh, yeah. until we get a little bit later. But the the Ravens, um, after that loss to the Colts last week, bounced back in a big way on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and look, you get you know, I, I could I could make a case that this was a good result for the Browns because okay, DTR goes out there and lights it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean, you're you're financially committed to Deshaun Watson. That is guaranteed money. That right, is baseball right. NBA money that is real, and you're not getting out of that. So then you're looking at Deshaun Watson every time he has a bad quarter game or moment, you're going like, wow, get the other guy in there. How long do we have to stick with this whole thing? And well, that didn't happen. Dorian Thompson Robinson found out the difference between preseason and, and the regular season in the NFL, as Aiden O'Connell found out a little bit with the Raiders. It's just not the same. It's a different It's a different sport altogether. Um, he had a bunch of turnovers, and they got kind of crushed by the Ravens. But I think in some ways that Deshaun Watson, he would never admit it, but might have uh, have a little sigh of relief there, like, okay, I don't need to be looking over my shoulder at all. This is my gig. Uh, the Sunday night game 40 or the uh, Chiefs and the Jets 23 20.
0: Um, I, I'm, I'm told Taylor Swift was there, I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, I was stunned at how close I mean, don't look now, but Zach Wilson actually played pretty good football in that game.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I didn't see it, so I watched the tape of it, you know, the right. next morning. So it sounds like if you're maybe uh, Maybe you don't want to get inundated with the with the uh, booth shots of uh, uh, the sweet shots, I should say, right. of Taylor Swift. That I had the better uh, viewing experience because I just that is true. Went through so went through mean, and watched the tape. Yeah, the all twenty two did not have Taylor Swift in it. No, there. there was no cutaways in there in between the That's end zone the, cut and the, yeah, the yeah. sideline cut. Uh, but the uh, you know the interesting thing on Zach, yeah, I mean he he played much better, but. There was still like there was a lot of meat left on the bone for him there. There was two or three throws where he he didn't see something where he had something there. Um, so I think there's the exciting part is okay that's much better. But there's still there's more out there and, and a night where they didn't you know they couldn't totally commit to the run game they put more on him. I think in some ways it benefited him to just say hey like do, stop with the don't make a mistake stuff. Just go yeah. out there and, and and let it loose and play a little bit. And the Chiefs didn't look good uh, offensively. They just weren't in rhythm, weren't in sync at all. Um, you know, the penalties, you know, everybody kind of made that a, a big deal. I, to me, I actually thought it was a hold on, on – I love Sauce Gardner. I love the Jets' defense, but I, it would – letter of the law was a hold yeah. uh, on that one. So I, I understood that. But, you know, the, the takeaway to me is Kansas City's defense is really, really good. And Zach Wilson, for a guy who just can't catch a break, you know, here you want to get a – breathe a sigh of relief, let Aaron Rodgers take over, you know, kind of sit in the background and, and just calm everything down. Not only do you get thrown right in the mix, but then you look. I mean, they've played Buffalo, they've played uh, Belichick, then they've played. <laughs> then you've got the Cowboys. You've got this one, the Chiefs. I mean, these are yeah. all big-time defenses or big-time defensive minds. Like, there's no, there's no gimme in there. I, I never has somebody uh, been more happy to get to Denver uh, than he is this next week. We
0: and we flip from the Jets losing on Sunday night to the Giants getting destroyed. Oh man. On Monday Night Football. This is a bad football team. I mean, Daniel Jones is lost right now.
1: Yeah, they're not good up front at all. But he was holding the ball forever too. And yeah. I don't know. It's it, it to me. It's such a quick journey, uh, you know, from genius to scapegoat in this league. I mean, because last year the conversation was I know had all these teams to hire Brian Dayball. Look at what he yeah. did. Look what he did with Josh yeah. Allen. Look what he's done with Daniel Jones. And it's also a little bit of a it's a little bit of a warning sign there of just you know. There's a reason why maybe there isn't a middle class of quarterbacks because it's either you're going to pay them the big money or you're you're trying to find the next one who's worthy right. of being paid the big money. If you're having to talk yourself into that contract, usually that doesn't you know doesn't work out great. But uh, Daniel Jones was not good last night, but they are you know they are not very good up front at all. It's going to make it right. hard on anybody. Yeah, generally, when you give up
0: 11 sacks, you're not very good up front. It's, uh, the so funny tough. thing
1: is, if you go back and look at it, the Seahawks didn't really do much offensively.
0: I mean, they got no, the no, they didn't, no. turnovers. Yeah. I think they had under yeah. 300 yards of total offense. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not bad enough for the Giants, they're next two on the road at Miami Sunday, and then next Sunday night on the road at Buffalo. So mm. good luck to you, Brian Dayball, with, yeah, that's uh, with those one. two games. Yeah.
1: That's, well, I mean, they're a miracle comeback against the Cardinals. Oh, I know. Really in
0: trouble yeah yeah if that cardinals game had finished the way it started this team would be so far off from a win right now oh yeah i mean they yeah, were down maybe I think, they'd be in the first pick
1: conversation yes they were down 17 to nothing
0: at yeah, one sure. point uh in that in that cardinals game so uh, that you're right that was a miracle comeback it's the only reason they've even got a win this year no doubt all right let's get to our first topic it is dj football presented by mybookie.ag code next round at mybookie.ag we're going to go to the late slate on sunday When New England uh, visited Dallas and Mac Jones and that offense just had a horrible day, defense wasn't much better. Either they get blown out. I know Bill Belichick hasn't Belichicked out. Mm -hmm. I know he's not checked out, but this looks like a broken franchise right now. And I don't know how you get it turned in the right direction.
1: So we've talked about this in previous weeks. You know, I've kind of joked but it's also true in that like whoever has to run the Patriots gift shop has the worst job in the league because who what, what are you selling what does this yeah, team have yeah. To sell? Your
0: jersey yeah and
1: so and I was sitting there looking at this and you're going okay well it needs kind of a reset there's no foundational pieces Mac Jones is not going to be your quarterback of the future if they're ever going to get back to a championship level team I, I just don't believe that Mac Jones is going to be the the leader on that group so you start there and you go, OK, well, what other assets might we have to try and if we want to really kind of take this thing down uh, and, and kind of re- rebuild it around some young guys and try and get some pillars? Like, what assets do we have? The best asset they have is their head coach. Yeah. Like you could make a case. I, I think I think Shula's I, I looked it up as 347 is the record right for wins. And Belichick, I believe, is what eighteen, maybe seventeen or eighteen off of that. You know, you yeah. got to believe he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to retire until he runs that record down. But couldn't you make a case if you're a team that's got a quarterback and you're kind of ready to win right now, um, and maybe you need some defensive tweaks or things that need to take place there? That you know, hey, maybe in the off season we could see one of those coaching trades. You know, we just saw Sean Payton. Uh, we saw that happen with him going to Denver, and there was compensation involved there. Maybe this is a way where everybody can kind of get re- resettled here, get Belichick a chance to go hunt down that record, chance to win a Super Bowl on a different roster, but then bring some picks and some assets back to the Patriots as they reset, try and rebuild, because this team's not pretty good. And
0: I've, I've tried to think of that place for him, though, that landing spot for him. And there's not a super obvious one, because I'm like you, I don't think there's any way if Bill Belichick were not the coach of the Patriots that he would go coach somewhere where he doesn't think he can get to the Super Bowl. And no. to get to the Super Bowl, you got to have at least a top half quarterback, if not a top ten quarterback. Those jobs just don't come open very often. Um, and, uh,
1: look at I, look at look at your topic bar to the side to the side of you right there.
0: So, do you want to go ahead and go to number two because I had something else on number one? All right, let's let's. No, no, points. no.
1: You can do whatever you want, but I'm just yeah. saying you're you're trying to you know run it through your head of where could this possibly work or how could this possibly fit. And I I'm mean, saying. He,
0: he catches a lot of criticism, doesn't he?
1: I mean, even when
0: Cincinnati's good, he catches criticism.
1: I know. No, I, I like Zach. I think Zach's a good coach, but I'm just saying yeah. if that was something where they you know, the guy took him to a Super Bowl wasn't that long ago now. Now yeah. they are struggling and we get we'll get into all the reasons they are. But if for some reason that was a change yeah. that was going to be made, and I would I would, you know, look, they I think they would give him control of everything that he wanted control right. over there. Right. Uh, in that same division, uh, Miami got blitzed by Buffalo,
0: lost by 28. Um, I will point out the Dolphins are averaging 45 points per game over the last two weeks. Uh, unfortunately, it was 70 and one and 20 in the other <laughs> 20, not near enough in Buffalo. Um, but Tony Romo in that game talked a lot about how Buffalo is running the ball so much better. You pointed out that McDermott has taken over the defensive signal. Yeah, if they're running it better and they're playing defense better because of McDermott. You already got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and some good tight ends. Uh, boy, this team is going to be a handful in the AFC.
1: Yeah, they're playing great. And, you know, I, I still think it. you look back on it, they probably more lost the opener than the Jets won it just with the turnovers. Josh Allen just was careless yep. with the ball. Yep. And, and maybe it's a good thing. Have that happen the first game of the year and kind of – give him a little reset there and refocus him. And he's been lights out uh, ever since. And, right. you know, if you look at what they did defensively, I was kind of went through that tape and I was like, I had, you know, what'd they do to Miami try and slow this group down a little bit who'd been so red hot. And one of the things really was it was the linebackers. To me, when you play against the Miami Dolphins, so much is off of run action. It's play right. action. It's RPOs. And all they're doing is just trying to get you to either freeze or take a step. And then they live in that intermediate passing game. So a lot of times they say, okay, well, there's quarterbacks just like to get underneath, and there's quarterbacks like to get over the top. Tua lives more than any other quarterback in the league in the intermediate throws. And the way they do that is they create separation from your second and third levels. If they can get you to step up a little bit with the speed, you have to get the back the back end has to get the heck out of there. Right. So that that creates all those that space. And when, when Buffalo was disciplined about that, when their linebackers got depth and basically just said, you can throw underneath us on the first level, we're going to, we're going to rally and tackle, but we're not going to let you hit these little inbreakers breakers uh, on the second level, hit these guys on the dead run at 12, 15 yards and let them go. They just eliminated that. Now there were still, you know, you still had a handful plus of explosives. And when I looked at it, it's because the, that second level got sucked up. But I really think that's kind of the key of trying to slow down this Miami offense. Can other teams
0: do that? I mean, is that the blueprint on Miami that now Mike McDaniel has to adjust, or is that more personnel that Buffalo's just got the personnel that could do it?
1: Well, they have. They're very comfortable in zone. They have all eyes on the quarterback. They're very good at it. They don't get moved. They don't get manipulated by the quarterback. They're very disciplined that way. But yeah, every team can get you know get linebackers. You can get nickel or dime and get athletes on that second level and just just get out. Now the answer to that is you run the ball and right. they've been able to do that and now but it's just you, you're playing the dolphins hey i'd rather have them run for 200 than throw for 500 so that's what we'll, we'll take that's our true. chances yeah that's a
0: great point yeah but that buffalo team you know i come away from that especially watching Kansas City this year who seems like maybe they're just a step off that buffalo team's the best team in the AFC to me
1: yeah yeah no they are to me though Kansas City feels very much like Philly yeah where it's like just Ugly win, ugly win. Uh, just, yeah. just stack all these wins and let's get to the tournament. You know, like yeah. I, you know, it's kind of it's it's weird to say it, but they still win these games. You're like they're not even yeah. playing good, and they're going to yeah. not play good all the way to 13 or 14 wins.
0: Yeah, it is uh, DJ football. He's Daniel Jeremiah, the NFL Network, and you you can uh, go to mybookie.ag and play all the games we are talking about here. Mybookie.ag code next round. When you sign on, you make that deposit. They've got a special bonus for those that use code Next Round. Win one time with it; it is yours forever. It's not one of those where you have to win five, six, seven times. MyBookie.ag code Next Round. MyBookie.ag code Next Round. But anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Also, Lance'sLog.com LT has been red hot in football. He's up twelve units on football season right now, so you can get some plays there, especially with the Major League postseason starting all week long. Uh, You could get uh, single-day packages, weekly packages, monthly packages, full-season packages right there at lanceslike.com, lanceslike.com, and mybookie.ag code next round. All right, really, who day? I mean, who are these imposters that are in the Cincinnati Bengals uniforms? They get routed by a Tennessee team that has not been able to do anything offensively this year.
1: Yeah, I I know, but... it's really about their offense. I mean, you know, when you're when you're Cincinnati, you're an offensive built team. You're built to get out there and get a big lead, and then use your pass rush to, uh, you know, to finish out games. They can't score. And to me, when you look at it's all connected. Burrow's calf injury, so he's not mm-hmm. very mobile. Can't really move. And then this is the wrong team with their interior pass rush with the Tennessee Titans, which is, you know, you can make the cases the best in the NFL with what they can do up front with Simmons. I mean, he's a freak. So they just collapse the pocket down after down after down after down. And with, with Joe, one of the special traits that he's had, going back to that final year at LSU, is he has always eyes up. He never looks at the rush. And when you watch the tape of this one, you could see it. And I think some of it is because just the amount of pressure they're getting but also knowing that he can't really use his legs to get away from any of this stuff, so it, it impacted him. And you know, they had some drops that it wasn't it wasn't all on him. But you know, with a with an, a very average to below average offensive line and not playing great, and then Joe's just inability to move. It's a it's a recipe for disaster. And especially when you go up against a Tennessee front like that. I mean, they just they they hit him down and down and down and down and down. And now you can see even with Jamar Chase after the game, the you know, the frustration starting yeah. to build a little bit with this team and seventeen games is a long season, right? But man, they are building they are digging one head of a hole here. They're digging a huge hole, and what they have
0: next is at uh, Arizona this week, the Cardinals have been anything but a gimme. I mean, it was a team that looked like maybe they're playing under Jonathan Gannon in his first year for the number one pick. They've done anything but play that way. I mean, this has been a team that almost beat Washington, did beat Dallas. Um, That is not a layup. They, They host Seattle. We just saw Seattle's defense on Monday Night Football. Then they're at the 49ers, host the Bills. They host the Texans, the Ravens. I mean, this is... It's they've got a difficult schedule ahead of them already in a hole at one and three. I, I don't know where you say I don't know that they can dig out of this hole. They may already be there.
1: Well, I'll give you the, the positives though, because you just okay. listed off the schedule. At Arizona, even though they've been competitive, they 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 can win. Yeah, winnable game. Yep. Winnable okay. game. Yep. And then the Seattle, as we talked about, the offense didn't really do anything, and it was really more so the, the Giants offense imploding, right. uh, which helped them win the game. I, I still think Seattle at home is a is a winnable game. Okay. For Joe Burrow, so and, now you're three and three. three if you want, yeah, so you're three, three and three, which gets you to the bye, which okay. gives you a time. Hopefully, that's the necessary time to shut Burrow down, get him back to to somewhat health. And then if you get a healthy Burrow, now I know it looks daunting with that's at San Francisco and Buffalo back to back, but having that those two opponents off of that little rest period of being 500, you can see a formula where they. Can't, it's not too late. It's not too late yet. But man, they, to me, they need to win these next two games. And nobody has separated themselves in that division. In fact, mm-hmm. just when you think
0: Kenny Pickett had turned the corner a little bit, for that's Pittsburgh, a roller coaster. Yeah, he gets he gets banged up. They get drilled by Houston. Now, listen, Houston is a better than advertised team. Mm-hmm. Um, and CJ Stroud has played terrific football as a rookie. But that was a that was a tough loss for Pittsburgh. And now you got a banged up Kenny Pickett.
1: Yeah, and the weird thing for me with the Steelers, I, it's you kind of always know who they are, however many games are going to win. They're going to be over 500. We know that. And then it's just kind of how, you know, what's, you know, what's the number above 500 they get to right. uh, up, up, up maybe two to four. I don't know who this team is. Like they, they're not physical. They got their butts kicked by the Niners yeah. physically just whooped. And then they go to Houston who is Niners South. I guess you could say with D'Amico Ryan's going down there and another physical team who's not nearly as talented, but they are physical. It beat the crap out of them too. So that's been kind of that's been odd to see them get beat up like that. Uh Indianapolis came storming back. We'll stay in that division with Houston because I want to ask you a Texans-related
0: question. Indianapolis came storming back to force overtime, but the Rams gutted one out in overtime. Yeah. Uh the Colts were down 23 to nothing, but that entire division now is two and two. Uh Jacksonville was the favorite coming in. Who is the favorite right now from what you've seen through four games? Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville, and the Titans. <sighs>
1: Houston hang in there. I mean, the way. Yeah. I don't see anybody going away. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to run away with it. Uh, I mean, I thought Jacksonville had the potential to do that before the season started, but you know, look, they have a big one this week against Buffalo in London. That's a man. I think that's a huge advantage. They've been over there. No, they've been over there for two weeks. Stay for them. Buffalo has got to pop in there and try and play a game, but obviously they're, they're playing well. Um, I don't think there is a clear-cut favorite. I, mean, I know one thing: Stroud's playing better than any of the quarterbacks in the division. Is it that awesome. wild? Yeah, he's played crazy. better than
0: Trevor Lawrence. If you had told me we're four weeks by, into the by season by a lot, and we're even having this discussion, I would have said you're crazy. But you're right; it's by yeah. a lot. He is outplaying him.
1: No, his numbers are ridiculous. I, I was looking up some of the uh, uh, like the next-gen stats numbers on him, and it's like, gosh, I want to say on third down. Uh, like the expected completion percentage of, of or uh what was it? Yeah, it was like eighty-six percent or something. It's like the he's been unbelievable. He, I think he still leads the league in completion percentage on third down at 73%. Yeah. When you factor in the drops, he should be at 86% on third down. Uh for a rookie, are you kidding me? Like he's been yeah. he's been much he's been much better than than even I thought he would be. I thought he had a chance to be a really good player, but I did not think he would just jump right in like this and and, and be this good. Doesn't turn the ball over either. Yeah. What is D'Amico Ryan's doing uh, there that has made them this good of a team quickly?
0: I mean, he has looked the part early on. There are a lot of head coaches you watch. I'm like, "Wow, this guy's learning on the job. I haven't felt that way about D'Amico Ryan yet.
1: Yeah. And I would say... It, let's give Demico Ryan's a lot of credit he's done a great job in there and they've added you know it's a big draft we talked about it uh, you know at the the draft when we were, picks were being made they yeah. make that trade up for Will Anderson It's like okay this is kind of a it's a commitment draft like we've got our pillar player on offense in Stroud now we've got Will Anderson on defense Tank Dell was brought in like they they had a really good off season in, in a lot of the moves they made in free agency as well but i always feel like Ryan sometimes when we when you love up somebody for coming in and doing a job it almost makes you wonder like how are they this bad with no, the previous group? I know. You know what I mean. Like I yeah. think it's a combination. D- D'Amico's been great, but I think they also had underachieved. You know, previously because this team is this does not look like a team that have a first overall pick. So are you telling me you think
0: C.J. Strail might be better than Davis Webb?
1: <laughs> this close. Just what about Davis Mil- Davis Mills? Davis Mills. That's right, Stanford, Davis Mills. Yeah.
0: Uh it was a better it was a better
1: it's better joke if i got the name Davis, right Davis Webb Davis Webb Cal i want to he was Texas Tech Cal I think he was in a couple different schools coming out. Better know. better joke if i get the name right right better that's joke right. If I get Well the name let right. me know when you put the Panthers in the wrong division That's true
0: that's true i don't work for the NFL network uh, he is Daniel Jeremiah he does work for the NFL network it is DJ Football it is presented by mybookie.ag code next round when you sign up at mybookie.ag that initial deposit with code next round comes with a special bonus uh, free money from MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Also, our apparel partner is Roback.com. You get those great golf shirts, the quarter zips, the side. I'm working on it. The soft uh, hoodie pullovers there. Roback.com. TNR 20 at checkout. TNR 20 and that gets you 20% off your initial order. We will have some in DJ's hands as quickly as possible. I mean,
1: I have plenty of hangers. I got lots of okay. hangers. Right, so of some open, are they big open? closet, yeah, right? It's yeah. a real big closet. The yeah. walk-in is really nice. Tons yeah. of room in there.
0: Okay. All right. We're, we'll try to fill that thing up for you. Uh, roback.com, code TNR20 at checkout. If you want to just buy it and not beg for it, I uh, like some people. <laughs> TNR20 at checkout for 20% <laughs> off your initial order. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you how long we've been pointing to hey week 5 49ers Cowboys week 5 49ers Cowboys Sunday night now here we got it 49ers look like the best team in the NFC aside from that little blip on the radar in Arizona all the Cowboys have done is just blow their opponents off the map uh this looks like a fun one Sunday night
1: All right can we do an impromptu exercise here real quick Please do If we're going to take both rosters Yep okay we did this. We did, so who did we do this with? Who did we do it with last week? Oh, uh, we compared them, but I'm going to do it different because we were just okay. saying, would you take this one or that one? Okay, gotcha. All right, I, let's just go. Let's say we're going to do a three on three, three on three tournament here. Okay, yeah, basketball right. theme. So All we'll right. have a draft. Any player you take it from either side. Okay. You have the first pick of these two rosters. Who's your pick? Micah Parsons. Okay. Did I get so that? Then, did I get that right? So you got Micah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, so ultimately.
0: Ultimately, I'm going to go quarterback, but if you're just asking me for simply best player... Best players.
1: Best player. Michael Parsons is the best player of the two. Okay, and I'll take Bosa. Okay. So then you get the next pick. Again, you can go either side. Cowboys, Niners.
0: Um, I am inclined to go either Debo Samuel or Christian McCaffrey. My issue with Christian McCaffrey is injury, uh, and he's got an injury history, but I'm going to ignore that and say Christian McCaffrey.
1: Okay, you're going to take C-Mac. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to take Trent Williams.
0: Okay. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage doing this against you.
1: Well, I mean, we just do it. We're both doing this on the fight. There was no prep. No, I know. No, 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 here. no,
0: I mean, I want to say... There's a c- point I want to get to at the end of okay. this exercise. I, wa- okay. I want to say C.D. Lamb next, but I feel like I probably have overdrafted right there. So you're going to go C.D.? See, so yeah, Can you tell I get, you know, I get enamored by the skill
1: guys? No, you're that's you're nice. going... that's all good. That's all good. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, because, I mean, we've got still got a lot of really, really oh, yeah. good players. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, I would I would go Fred Warner with the next one. Okay. But my point that I wanted to make is, yeah. and we could have done this for 10 rounds, is that when you look at these and you say these are two talented teams and it's going to be a great matchup, I think if you were to list out the top 20 players in this game, I would say an overwhelming majority of them would be 49ers versus Cowboys. Right, right, and I went And I went with two Cowboys. You took the two. You took the two. I mean, there's no I mean, there's those, nothing wrong with that. Those are, both, yeah. those are both I mean, obviously Micah being the first pick, I think a lot of people and I, I right. wouldn't disagree with you on that. But my thing is you kind of say, okay, it's the star power it's Micah Parsons and Bosa, and and all of a sudden you go CeeDee Lamb, and you go, Yeah, but then the list just keeps going know, with the 49ers. I and I don't think the Cowboys have that type of depth.
0: Well, and especially with the Trayvon Diggs injury, and I don't know, you've watched now a game of film of them playing without Trayvon Diggs. How has yeah. how has their defense changed without
1: him? Well, he just takes the ball away. Um, you yeah. know, it didn't matter last week because you can throw that one out the window. Uh, the week before, it was an issue. So, um, to me, when you step up in a game like this where it's not just one guy you've got to worry about when you go out there and you see Debo and you see, you know, Iuk and you've got Jushek coming out of the backfield and now you've got George Kittle. I mean, they have so many different guys in CMAC out of the backfield. Like, when you can play some zone coverage with him, yeah. let him use his eyes and drive on the ball, it, It's uh, it's a big difference. If you
0: told me this is Brock Purdy's average game or Brock Purdy's game Sunday, I would believe either one. He was 20 of 21, 283, and a touchdown, no picks. I feel like I get pretty much that performance out of Brock Purdy every week. He's not going to go 20 of 21. No. But he's probably going to give me a, an efficient passing number, 220 to 290, and a touchdown, and no picks.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think of like who would be uh... – who would be like the NBA equivalent, like what his stat line is? Like, you know, it it feels like he's just like a 15, you know, 15 points a game, but he's also got, he's got like nine or 10 assists, five or six rebounds. Like just a very workman like, and it's every week, the exact same every week. I know. And I
0: keep waiting for it to implode. I keep waiting for him to hit that bump and he's just not done it. I mean, maybe the kid is just not the guy that was the last guy in the draft. Maybe he's actually a really good quarterback.
1: Yeah, and again, I think that's that's fair to say. Sometimes we say, Oh, it's just it was the absolute perfect player for the perfect scheme. They yeah. have an unbelievable offensive line, play caller, playmakers, all it's perfect for him. Well, he's this is humming along better than it did with Garoppolo. And he yeah. would say he's the ultimate kind of system quarterback definition. Um, it's it's just ridiculously efficient. My my only concern with them is, you know, I actually think the, the collision course is is Niners Eagles. It's not the Cowboys. This is kind of like an appetizer before we get to the main course. And I think that is, you know, I talked about the depth difference between the Niners and the Cowboys. I think the Eagles have more depth than the Niners. I mean, this is uh, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. I was going to get to the Eagles next because they are at
0: the Rams as these NFC teams make the West coast journey there. And you mentioned it earlier. They're four and O. Now they had to go to overtime, obviously to beat Washington Sunday. They're four and O, but it feels like they're just kind of I can't remember how you described it. It's it's not pretty. So nope. maybe a little ugly at times, but but it's winning football, and it's 4-0 football. And if the 49ers aren't the best team in the NFC, it's probably the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like we've got Halloween coming up before too long. I mean, they, yep. they haven't given you any king-size snacks in their nope. bag. Here. Nope. It's just, just one little uh, Reese's after another, just going no, house incredible. to house here. No, just the, the yeah, it, size, yes, size. just the little guys, just the little ones. So... But I just feel like they know um, that this is a long, it's a long run here. They want to make sure that they get to the point of the season where their best is required. It hasn't really been, hasn't really been required and they're still finding a way to stack up wins. So um, I, I still feel like the second level of their defense, if you've got a new uh, defensive coordinator there in Sean Desai. I think they're still trying to figure out how to best use the personnel that they have. Uh, they did something uh, last week, which was new, uh, which is they're using their linebackers to kind of walk down and, and kind of mug up the center a little bit. There's so much attention goes to their front four because they right. just, they're just they really, really talented. That now you see, I think they had three linebacker sacks. They have five sacks total in the game. Three of them are for linebackers off the ball. So they're still figuring things out and dabbling with some different ideas. You know, if I was Washington in that game, though, and I was thinking about that Sunday,
0: this drops them to two and two. If they can find a way to win that game, a game they lost in overtime, they're three and one. And listen to their next three, hosting the Bears at the Falcons, at the Giants. All eminently winnable games for them. Um, but you just can't get that win. I mean, you're you would be at that point three and one, and you would feel like I got a decent shot of being six and one through
1: seven games. This is my favorite stat about them for this game coming up on Thursday night against the Bears. Um, Sam Howell. Yeah. Sam Howell has been sacked 24 times, oh. which is most in the league. Okay. Yeah. You'd be concerned about that if you're a washington fan okay. until you realize the bears have two sacks on the season on defense two yeah. one two two sacks through four weeks what what did the bears do
0: well give they me something stink. they do well they uh, they stink well i think they were i mean they they, well? what
1: what's what's, dis, what's disguised it and i know uh, justin's coming off his best game I mean, four touchdowns he he played well last week But even before last week, it was like all this attention on what's wrong with you. I'm like, are we going to – the defense is terrible. Like, they have no difference makers. They're 31st in points allowed, two sacks on the season. Like, they have no playmakers, zero. Um, So it's a a bad group. The question is, you know, who all survives from this? Does Matt Eberflus survive through the year into the offseason? I know one thing. If you think you have – you think you might have an attractive job with the history of the Chicago Bears when you have the first and second pick. You, now you got a really attractive job. Go get whoever the heck you want. One other game
0: this weekend that has an interesting storyline when the game itself might not be interesting because it's two, one, and three teams is the Jets at the Broncos. We've got Nathaniel Hackett, oh, the Hackett Bowl, Sean Payton. The Hackett Bowl. Uh, I, I didn't expect it to be two, one, and three teams when Sean Payton said what he said in the offseason, but you got to think this one feels a little personal for the Jets.
1: Oh, I do. And, and it's just a sigh of relief too. You know, the, uh, the defenses that they've played against who we talked about a little bit earlier, I mean, this is uh it's definitely a step, a de- step down here. No, go no doubt. Broncos yep. defense, which has been surprisingly terrible. You know, this was a team last year, at least the defense was good. Now the defense yeah. has been, has been awful. And if not for a, a big time comeback last week against the bears, they'd be you know staring at a winless record. But yeah, I, yeah, I think the jets come out ready to roll in this one. You talk about being motivated and, I think that, look, Sean Payton, he he can, you know, he kind of stood by what he said. He's given a do-over. He didn't want that getting out. That no, was him was getting way that. too comfortable with Jarrett Bell, and yeah. then and not realizing what that was going to create. But absolutely, you'll get a motivated Jets team and a Jets team coming off of an emotional loss and a a team that still feels like they're alive, even though they have the same record. And it's a gotta have it, gotta have it game.
0: Yeah, there's I don't think there's any doubt. And at least as we said, it wasn't perfect for Zach Wilson, but he showed signs of life. I, you know, I don't know that he can do it back to back weeks. If I'm going to have to do it against anybody, I want to try it against the Broncos. That defense has not been good, like you said, but I I really have doubts that Zach Wilson, A, can do it back to back weeks and B, can take it on the road.
1: Yeah, the good news is offensive line wise, I think that they've got this group out there now getting to play a little bit more together with Beckton at left tackle. Vera Tucker kicked out to right tackle. Joe Tippman, the rookie, has played pretty well here in in his first crack at it. So I think the offensive line is a little better. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this was the Brees Hall game where he tore his ACL last year and Vera Tucker. Both those guys were lost for the year in that game. But I think Brees had like a 75-yard touchdown or something earlier in that game before he went down. So I think they can run the ball a little bit uh, this week take some of that heat off, Zach. All right, it is DJ Football. It is presented each week by MyBookie.ag.
0: Code NextRail. when you sign on to MyBookie.ag. He's about to tell us top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now as we do a ranking at the end of each show. MyBookie.ag gets you in the game. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. As I mentioned, Code next rail gets you that special bonus at sign-on. You make your deposit, they give you a special bonus right there at mybookie.ag. That is when you use code next round, mybookie.ag code next round. All right, we always start number five. We'll do the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I'm curious if I just watched number one play on my TV on Sunday. Give me number five.
1: All right, so there's a million different criteria for quarterback lists, so I feel like we always need to get that out there. So the way I did it is if we were playing a game tomorrow – Based off what we've seen this year and knowing all mm-hmm. things together, this is who my top five would be if we're playing a game tomorrow. So okay. apologies to Joe Burrow. It hasn't gone great this year. Yep. So yep. he's not gonna make the list. Yep. So number five, number five for me this year, we got to play a game tomorrow. I'll take Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting.
0: Guy yeah, that's got a lot of weapons, obviously, to throw to. He's a big physical runner. He's a tough guy. He never seems like that uh that anything bothers him. And that's the way he was at Alabama too. He's just unflappable. That's a guy that I think that's his personality. I I don't know if that shows up on film. You were mentioning Burroughs, got his eyes down looking at the pass rush right now. It looks like there's nothing you could throw at hurts that 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 gets that gets him shook.
1: Yeah, no, he he's got poise, and when his best is required, he's been pretty good in those clutch moments, big moments. Yeah. He played great in the Super Bowl last year, but I, I'm you oh, yeah. know just this year right. they haven't found their rhythm, but they still find their way to thirty points and and uh, and win a ball game. So I would take him at number five. Now, this is going to be controversial with number four because you can make a case he should be number one on this list how he played up until last week. But again, the criteria we got to go play a game tomorrow, right? Uh, Tua comes in at number four for me on the list as my quarterback. If we got to win a game tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Uh, Again, look, I watch every snap he plays every single year. And when they're on, they're better than anybody. But Mm -hmm. it is weird when they run up against those defenses. It just seems like once they get a couple stops, they know it's over. And they have a tough time digging. I don't know if it's a Mike McDaniel thing, a Tua thing. I don't know what it is, but it's like – I say that, and they did have that comeback against Baltimore on the road last year, that huge comeback. But it just seems like the minute that offense gets mired down, it's difficult for them to adjust into another gear.
1: Yeah, um, that's fair. I mean, again, I could these top four, you could shuffle them around a little bit. I should say say two through four, you can shuffle them around. Uh, Again, this is probably recency bias uh, just because a big throw at the end of the game last week. I was there for the game. I know Tua outplayed Herbert the first time they met. But, again, you tell me tomorrow I have to win a game, I'll still take Justin Herbert uh, over Tua. So I have Herbert at number three on the list. Yeah, all the tools. He can run. Um, which he started doing the last two weeks. Yeah. The first two weeks, the two losses was very reluctant. The last two weeks, he's been much more aggressive with his legs. He's
0: such a big guy, too. I mean, I, I, I think I think he's faster than you think
1: he is. Oh, he I ran don't. four sixes. Yeah. He yeah. Can-
0: yeah, so, yeah, i got no problem with this so far. So we've got Hurts, Tua, and Justin Herbert, the first non-Alabama
1: quarterback. Yeah. Uh, all right, so number two. Number two on the list, again, I think, Two through four, you know, this year yep. game tomorrow, you could you could have make a case, but I want Josh Allen number two on the yep. list. Uh, it's hard. Look, Mahomes has not played his best, but uh, if the, the criteria that you laid down, which I did on my own, uh, which was I, I would just if you had to go play a game tomorrow, how do you not yep. take Mahomes? I would take Mahomes yeah. when when are third and twenty plus he goes and runs and gets the first down. He just makes the winning play every single week. Yeah, he really
0: does. I got no problem with this. Uh, I, I personally you know it's recency bias for me because i just watched Josh Allen pick my team apart yeah um that guy and i guess to an extent you know Mahomes is the same way at arrowhead but man when you get uh, when you get Josh Allen in buffalo they are just almost impossible it's almost yeah. impossible it's, it's like it's like a college basketball team on their home court that likes to run and mm-hmm. it's like the old forty minutes of hell Arkansas team, right? No, you way. know you'd get them on their home court, and it's just like you're not going to beat them there. And you go play mm-hmm. Buffalo up there with Josh Allen, you're
1: just not going to beat them there. Yeah, no, it again, I the way he's played right now at their best. You know, Josh Allen's right there at the very top of the list. But, you know, he did have the one clunker against the Jets. He did. Factored that in. But, I mean, that's – if we got to go play a game tomorrow, man, I'd feel pretty good about any of those five guys. I don't blame you at all. And Patrick Mahomes at the top of the list. All right, it is thought – well, by the way, because you sent me this, and it said top five QBs. And nothing else. I mean, so I had Armani Edwards, uh, Scott Satterfield trade. I didn't know if you wanted to do the top five App State quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. I didn't know it wasn't there specified. Yeah.
0: I like that Armani Edwards is clearly the top there, though. I mean, you yeah. win a game at the big house; that's it's going to be almost impossible to unseat you from that top spot, right?
1: Yeah, I think he won three, two or three national championships too. So yeah. we'll factor yeah. so let's, that don't just, let's don't yeah. just focus on the one game that everybody watched. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, so
0: it's a buy for the Chargers. What does DJ do on a bye Sunday? Do you watch Red Zone? You you hit Sunday ticket. What do you do?
1: You get talked into doing the Sunday night post game show on NFL Network. That's what you Ooh, That's what you do. Okay. So a little bit. I don't right. have to be in there too early, but I'll be in yeah. there for, I think it's Sunday night final. Yeah. Uh, do you, got, it do it you guys have a good green room? Like, do you hang out in the green yeah. room
0: with craft services and watch all the games?
1: They do. I, it's uh, hmm, kind of not the best sandwich in the world, usually. Food quality is eh, a little shaky. Just so so done, yeah. I might go morning games. I'll probably go morning games out here on the West Coast at yeah. home. Get in the car, listen to the you know more of some of the early afternoon games, and then you yeah. know you still got the Sunday nighter. So I'll be posted up, get a chance to see the whole Sunday night ball game, and then okay. and then off we go. Which is right? That's the Cowboys Niners, right? Is that Sunday Cowboys night? Cowboys Niners, yeah, uh, uh, that's the NBC good game. one. That's a yeah. great one. So that'll that's be fun. Money.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, mybookie.ag brings you the show. Don't forget, uh, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.ag. Major League Baseball postseason is there. College football games, NFL games. And you get a special bonus when you make your initial deposit with code next round. Get that bonus at mybookie.ag, code next round. All the games, uh, Lance digs through them, Lance Taylor at lanceslot.com. He's plus 12 units right now in uh, the NFL and college football together. So you can win with his plays at lanceslot.com. Single day, weekly, monthly, and season-long packages there as well. And don't forget our apparel provider is roback.com. From the golf shirts to the quarter zips to those soft hoodies that we're getting DJ roback.com code tnr20 for 20% off your initial order all right try to relax some on the bye week have fun we'll talk to you next week
1: look forward to it thanks ryan see you man